Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome to X-Files, everyone. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Janice. Favorite way (laughs) to start the day. Yeah, it really is. I like doing the the early mornings. It is a good Mm -hmm. way to start the day with X-Files on the mind. Yeah, early mornings. (laughs) It's it's 8 o'clock. We're just both self-employed, so (laughs) that is very early for us. Yeah, well, I don't. Not, I don't know. I, I mean, we've I, been up. People have different opinions about what what's early and what's not. I for yeah. me, it's just it's morning. It's morning. <laughs> I don't know if I say it's early there's morning. just a stretch of morning before <laughs> yeah. it's noon, and then it's afternoon. Mm. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone, no matter what time of day it is when you are listening, morning, early or not whatever. (laughs) I don't don't know where I'm going with that. Thank you for being here. So today we are talking about boundaries and it is also the last episode of October and it's the last episode in our series related to Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We really appreciate Mm -hmm. everyone tuning in and giving attention to the issue. Um, It's been a good experience. I'm I'm really glad that we did this. Yeah, we feel very fulfilled. And we're also very ready to start tackling um, some more optimistic subjects and start thinking about what we do want rather Mm -hmm. than what we don't want. And I think that does tie into this episode rather well because we do all want boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And we want um, people to have a better understanding, I think, than a lot do on on boundaries and what they are and how to keep them. mm -hmm. Uh, But before we get started, because this is still an episode in October and it's the last one, we'd like to remind you to please visit the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. All of their info is in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We'd like you to go to their website, learn about their important work, and you know, consider maybe getting involved or simply making a one-time or ongoing donation. The coalition is unique because they are um, funded entirely by community donations. Unlike Mm -hmm. other nonprofits of their size, they do not receive governmental funding, and that allows them more flexibility in what they advocate. Yes. Um, Legislatively. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, every single dollar counts. Please go and check them out. In keeping with Domestic Violence Awareness Month, we made an amazing connection Mm -hmm. here um, with Angelica Koch of aka the nerdy traveling writer yeah um she also like some of our recent guests is really really taking off on TikTok talking about happiness and empowerment on TikTok and also her story of overcoming domestic violence herself And we just wanted to give a shout out because she has done a jewelry line um, Mm -hmm. specifically like to 
basically help other survivors, like remind them that they are strong, they are warriors, that they will overcome. Um, when we talked to her, she talked about how she has a tattoo to remind herself of her own strength. And she's like, well, not everyone's going to get a tattoo. So what about a jewelry piece that could help be that like little reminder every time you look in the mirror, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm going to overcome this. Um, and so, yeah, we'd love to recommend, um, checking out the warrior necklace. Um, there's two hearts with cubic zirconia stones interlocked together as a symbol of learning to love yourself the way you love others. Um, and each box in the line comes with like a powerful statement of survival. Um, this one, it says, I will not just survive, I will thrive, I will pick up the pieces you broke off, and I will use those to create something far more powerful than you ever thought was possible. That's so powerful. Her words are amazing. Uh She's a a writer, too. I mean, she's published (laughs) several books. So, yeah, um, she's amazing. So this necklace would also make a beautiful gift, and we just wanted to shout it out because it's such a empowering um product out there and yeah so you can find it at iwillthrivewellness.com there's a link in the show notes along with angelica's other platforms 10 percent of the profits go to a women's shelter as well which is such an important part of the exit strategy mm-hmm. of a lot yeah. of um women uh, getting out of domestic violence situations, even though everyone deals with it. Women's shelters are very mm. impactful for a lot yep. of women. Yep. They've played an important role in even just spreading awareness about the issue and yeah. um, letting people know that there's hope and resources out there. Yeah. All right. We've got a few uh, TikTok. I feel like we've got some cousins, like podcast cousins yeah, <laughs> over, on, exactly. over on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we, um, yep. we love supporting other people. Yep in you know their related spaces and yeah so I think you'll really like her content online as well as the necklaces now let's get into the episode let's talk about boundaries, boundaries. baby baby okay, okay. <laughs> sorry I missed the memo so, on the baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy yeah all right so <laughs> Uh, We like to always start out our episodes kind of saying why it is that we're diving into this. Um, So why are we doing an episode on boundaries? Mm -hmm. This month, we've talked a lot about relationships gone wrong, and we would like to prevent our listeners from getting in that situation by talking about one of the ways to build trust and respect with someone. Of course, this is with all people in your life. But due to the nature of this show, we will be generally referring to romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. All right. But do notice that we didn't say we want to prevent our listeners from getting in a situation by talking about one of the easiest ways to build a good relationship with someone. Hmm, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is because establishing thinking of your boundaries and forcing your boundaries is not easy actually no. it's it can be uncomfortable mm-hmm. um i i think in some areas of my life i've been kind of an avoider yeah definitely because of how i was raised yeah and that's 
that can actually be be easier just kind of you know um just manipulating situations so that you don't have to address things um so do keep in mind that having boundaries doesn't mean you'll quickly find a relationship but it absolutely does mean that the people in your life will respect you uh yeah and it also yeah i i would agree in part Mm-hmm. Just because you have boundaries doesn't mean people are going to respect them. The and people... I think that's the hard part of the battle. Um, yeah. And then you got to decide if you're going to keep them in your life or not. Exactly. And we'll talk <laughs> all about yes. that. But uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And also like, I, you know, I would, I know the, the way you were raised was on the extreme end, but I think as a culture, especially in America, we've been kind of raised not to have boundaries um yeah like almost as a whole I think it's like you know you want to succeed at work don't have boundaries you want to succeed you know with friendships don't have boundaries yeah be Um, laid back be chill be the the cool chick yeah exactly be a pick me girl um (laughs) (laughs) which yeah I guess we could we could talk about pick me girls um and the problematic nature of that term but anyway I'm not going to go into that right now but like so many buzzwords and relationship trending topics the definition and application of boundaries can get a little fuzzy yeah there's no abstract there's no authority saying yeah exactly exactly. (laughs) you know people are like yeah boundaries sounds good and then you try to get into what they look like and what kind of happens if you don't respect boundaries and suddenly it's like, Ooh, this is yeah, prickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hard to implement something you can't even define. Like, so that's what this episode is about. We're going to break it down for you. We'd like to describe how things work and look on this show in general. Um, so we're going to get super specific in this episode. So you have the tools that you need to think about, and to use your own boundaries. So let's define it. Dun, dun, dun. So the Webster Dictionary, our old pal, um, defines a boundary as something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. So how does this apply to relationships? That might vary depending on who you talk to. Um, but most professionals generally define a boundary as a limit you put on a relationship on how you would like to be treated yes within that relationship so i scoured articles on this um ted talks youtube videos and this is um there was not too much deviation Mm -hmm. on on that definition and how professionals refer to it and one of the best articles i read on the topic was a psych central article that i will link And it says a person with healthy boundaries understands that making their expectations clear helps in two ways. It establishes what behavior you will accept from other people, and it establishes what behavior other people can expect from you. Hmm. If you have healthy boundaries, you might, one, share personal information appropriately, not too much or too little. Yeah. That's understand a what <laughs> I said that's a struggle for me yeah uh, apparently a lot of people struggle yeah. with giving up too much on a first date um you might understand your personal needs and wants and know how to communicate them 
Yes. Value mm-hmm. your own opinions, except when others tell you no. So if mm-hmm. you have healthy boundaries for yourself, then you will in turn be able to respect people's boundaries. Yes. So does it still sound a bit vague? I, I think it does. I think it sounds easier and better I almost than it actually plays in practice now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another interesting thing that I didn't really know. And that is that many therapists and other mental health professionals believe that boundaries fall into five to seven categories when it comes to relationships. And um, we are going to be discussing six of them here. <laughs> All right. Here. All right. The first is physical. Um, I suppose this would be something that might a- appear fairly obvious and could potentially be something that um, some people would find an easy boundary to set. And examples of physical boundaries include your personal space, your privacy, and your body. So for instance, how you like to be touched in public, um, (laughs) not wanting to be tickled, just because you laugh doesn't mean you like it. Yeah. (laughs) This is um, a touchy subject, literally. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> not wanting to share your phone or laptop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I am a person, even if I am close with you, I'd like that to be private. I'm not sure yeah. exactly what it is. Um, maybe I've had, I mean, I can definitely say I've had that boundary of mine uh, broken several times. And I guess yeah. I those are just, it's my, they're my things. Exactly. Yeah. Not a, even a matter of trust. It's just, I, for me, I think that some things are just yours and my phone and laptop are two yeah. of those things. So exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I think we can make the agreement now, Janice, if either of us passes away, we are breaking into each other's houses and we are destroying <laughs> each other's phones. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right. I can, I can, I mean, it's all on the cloud anyway, so it's not really true. True. Um, But I know that some people are not as picky about that as I am. Um, So this is a good one. How much space you want to sleep. Uh, This would be so tricky for me if I was serious with someone again, because I love my bed. Yeah. Having my space. And my Um, unconscious self loves to cuddle, which is a problem. Look, I used to be a cuddler. I could very well go back to it. Um, but, But this is something that I would have to just be straight up about is if I would want someone to sleep over or not. Um, I don't like when people just assume that they can sleep over. Um, okay. So yeah. If I if I was to date again, I would just come out and say it. Like the first time we were going to be intimate, or um, I would I would just say either, um, you know, I'd I'd really rather you not sleep over, or um, I'd put it in some way just so that it, it's yeah out there. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or I would say that, uh, would you like to sleep over? Yeah. There yes. you go. Yeah. It should be an invitation. It shouldn't be an assumption. Yeah. They, some people do. Some people do. And then it, yeah, can get kind of uncomfortable, <laughs> but like, that's because uh... I haven't always been good about expressing the, yeah. the boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the thing. Um, I think, you know, when you are saying physical boundaries, I think are probably the easiest for people to, um, like enforce I actually don't know um I feel like sometimes like when people when you're like dating someone and they Mm -hmm. just make an assumption that something is okay sometimes Mm -hmm. people can freeze up and be like oh this is awkward Mm -hmm. um and you know they're just really uncomfortable and yet they won't like say 
stop or yeah like that so mm-hmm. yeah so next up uh sexual boundaries so these are your expectations concerning intimacy so for example sexual comments that you're uncomfortable with um sexual activity that you do or do not want to try um how much privacy you want for sex um lights on or off I guess Uh, like yes yeah yeah, that would be a thing um yeah and um also I would add to this like what you want to happen after sex um you know like please don't just leave like right Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. yeah um Uh or something yep so and yeah perhaps I don't know how really you could express this other than just saying it, you know, if you want to have like communication the day, the day after, um, could be one, uh, I could think maybe, um, you know, references to someone's sexual past. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Any of that. Yeah. Or not wanting to talk about your sexual Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, cool. So next up intellectual boundaries, Mm -hmm. your thoughts and beliefs, like, for example, religion, mm-hmm. possible opinions related, related to your values, um, mm-hmm. your work, um, I guess, like the role, uh, the gender roles. or Yeah, that's you know. a good one, Claire. Um, yep, gender roles could be one. Depending on how important politics is to you, that could potentially be one. Yeah. Um, I know the two of us, I think, have some deal breakers as it relates to, you know, feminist issues. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like your boundaries um, are developed over time. Like sometimes you don't know something is a boundary until you've experienced it. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done that where I really tried to date someone with totally different political beliefs than me. And it was a fucking train wreck and I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> Look, and it's, and for some people it's yeah. like, they, they don't care. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. yeah like that. I can have a respectful conversation with someone who believes different things than me. I do not want to date someone and have that be a mm-hmm. war zone. That's yep. terrible. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, next up, emotional boundaries. So this refers to a person's feelings, like how quickly you bond with someone, how quickly you want the relationship to go. Um, for example, how long you want the first date to last, how often you want to text, if you like talking on the phone in the beginning, if you want to send sexts, um, (laughs) (laughs) like sexy pictures, Mm -hmm. um, how quickly you want to become exclusive. If you want to be exclusive, Mm -hmm. like uh, people are going to vary here. Um, and I think a lot of this can be like, it can feel very pressury and like, Oh, well, you know, I, I just have to be like, go with the flow and stuff. Cause otherwise I'm going to scare this person off. And it's like, you will scare off the mm-hmm. wrong people. Sure. You will yep. not scare off someone who's mm-hmm. on the same page as you. And I guarantee there are people on the same page as you um, here. So if you don't want to become exclusive right off the bat, then mm-hmm. express that. Yeah. Um, and you will find someone who is 
on the same page. Yeah. And, and yeah, the right person is going to respect that. And look, there's so much time to develop relationships. So if they can't wait and they can't understand that, you know, maybe something good is worth, is worth waiting for, then yeah, yeah, you can can move on. All right. Financial boundaries. (laughs) You know what this means? (laughs) It's all about money. All right. People have very different boundaries and expectations when it comes to how they spend their money and how they share money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people take it for granted that people see financial stuff the way they do and yeah. they don't. Okay. It is not black and white and please no, it's not a matter of right or wrong, you mm-hmm. know, or being greedy or not greedy. No, it's just, um, it's preferences. All right. Yeah. And some people have very different preferences with money. Um, it's deeply personal. Um, mm-hmm. and it's really important to communicate openly. I think when you're dating, definitely communicate openly about if you become serious with someone. Yeah. Um, cause it, it can become an issue when you just assume that people see it the way you do. Yeah. So some examples, a person might have a boundary around loaning money to friends or family. I, ha- you know, I've known people that should be very open about it. And some people that it's a, a no, just different, always wanting to split bills, even with partners, not wanting to split bills, even with partners. I'm kind of like this, like, can we just take turns? You know, I don't, yeah, no calculators at, in the restaurant, you know, <laughs> um, <sighs> not wanting to go to expensive restaurants with friends when you're trying to save money. Yeah. I think that's an important one, you know, just put it out there. Say I'm, you know, I'm saving this month. And for yeah. some people, it's not even going to cross their mind. So mm-hmm. what are your financial boundaries? Yes. I'm, I'm asking the listener. Not you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time boundary. This this one is me. <laughs> oh boy. We're actually having fun with this one. Okay, time yeah. boundaries. So Claire knows this. This one is one of like my top type. Shannon is so yes. good at these. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, it's been the key to my happiness, I suppose. Yeah. So some examples of time boundaries, how much time you share with others. Um, example, like whether or not you sleep at your partner's apartment, whether or not they sleep at yours, um, not wanting a partner to be in your workspace during work hours, wanting to have Sunday evenings to yourself. I Mm -hmm. kind of need this. I have to say it really helps me set up for the week and, you know, possibly the amount of contact you have during the day because you're working, things like that. Yeah, exactly. This just played out for me last night um, because I knew I was recording this morning um, and my boyfriend had planned to come over after work, but he got off later than he expected. And he called me and we talked on the phone and we decided, okay, like we're not actually going to hang out tonight because I need to be well rested for tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Aww. I was like disappointed, but I'll yeah. see him tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's good. You know, that's something that you can practice and it's good yeah. for, for both of you. Um, yeah, exactly. Say, you know, we're prioritizing your priorities. Yeah. Cause I, that's great. Like definitely have in the past been the person like, Oh, it's fine. I don't need sleep. Like I will just like spend all my time with someone. And this year and mm-hmm. this relationship is when I feel like I've like finally actually 
drawn some time boundaries and mm-hmm. it's so nice. Oh, I um, love it. And he does the same thing with me too. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, like he needs um alone time, he's like, hey, like it's not you. I just I need my alone yeah, time. That's he's, right. He's that's that right. type of person. So yeah, he has cool. boundaries as well. It's amazing. Love it. So yeah. What happens when we set boundaries with others? Uh this is the this is the part that's really hard. It's easy to have an opinion mm-hmm. and to share it. It's mm-hmm. hard to know what to do when that boundary is not respected. So yeah. yeah. So are boundaries just about making sure you don't get burned or ending up with someone who respects you? That's another question. Like, yes, you might avoid a really bad situation with others, but the benefits of boundaries go a lot deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing your boundaries, expressing them and enforcing them can also lead to easier communication being upfront about our expectations from the beginning, they become easier to talk about. Like You're... once you start ripping mm-hmm. off that bandaid, it gets a lot easier and it becomes kind of like an expectation that the communication goes both ways. And it's yeah. just, yeah, there's like less pressure with like, oh, am I going to say something wrong? Because once you've done it once, it starts to become easier. Yep. Your um, example from last night is perfect. You know, you yeah. guys were able to have a really easy conversation about that. And you both knew that you do what was right for you and that the other person would respect yeah. it. A lot of couples would have that conversation be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe what do you want? Well, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Rather than just saying, yeah the words yeah exactly and like um it works really well like with with um our relationship too Janice like I know that if I um ask if you want to go do something I know that I'm getting the truth from you because you have said no I don't feel like doing that (laughs) and it's as simple as that you know um there doesn't have to be like oh I'm sorry it's just really hectic right now you're like no that just doesn't sound like my thing Mm -hmm. um and so when you do say yes I'm like yay she's like really excited um thanks yeah so um another pro is that you then know what to expect out of people in situations minimized resentment towards others this is huge because if you don't expect um, express your boundaries and then your boundaries are silently broken without any awareness from the other person you're just like resentful and not feeling good and you also can start resenting yourself um, which is a big one so minimizing resentment towards ourselves and lastly strengthened intuition so when you start to flex that boundary muscle you're going to get better and better at listening to your inner GPS. Yeah, this that's really, really important. I think a lot of people don't have, you know, a sophisticated relationship with their intuition. And it's just because you haven't used it. But over time, I can tell you, you can just take a quiet moment and, and listen and know what's going to be best for you if you practice. All right. More benefits of boundaries. One thing we get asked about all the time is how to spot red flags or why didn't 
I spot the red flags. And when you have boundaries, you will spot them easier and you will eliminate the people who won't be right for you. Perfect example is someone who's really pushy about having frequent dates or having long dates or texting too much or putting pressure on you to move the relationship along, whatever. Mm -hmm. If that's going to be a boundary push for you, you might not want to date that person. Yeah. Um, And then this is one reason I have good boundaries around things is that it leads room for more unapologetic self-care which is very important in quote this day and age. And um, for me, I need to do it because I hate getting burnt out. And when you have boundaries, you're just able to just say, I need this. Um, Yeah. And it helps us develop greater intimacy with people over time. So as Clara was saying earlier, boundaries shift and change with time. And as we grow closer to someone, So having boundaries in the beginning leaves room for that. I like that. It's kind of, kind of juicy. You know, you might stretch some boundaries or shift things as you get closer. And that can be a really beautiful thing when you get to that part in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So I did feel like I needed to mention this, a note about abuse or abusers and boundaries. I have learned from hard experience that having boundaries um, is a good way to end up in a healthy relationship, but unfortunately, it does not prevent us from meeting and falling for abusive individuals. So it it is a shame, but that is because many abusive individuals are very skilled manipulators who can deceive us into thinking they respect our boundaries in order to advance a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's often um, when we get to the point of executing a boundary that it shows the truth about someone and it's not the expressing part. Yeah. So a really, a good example for me would be, we're going to talk about a few of my boundaries later, but like I cannot be told to shut up. I, it does something to me. I just think it's thoroughly disrespectful. Yeah. I told my abuser that in the beginning, oh, he acted like he respected it so much. And, you know, first time he got pissed off is the first thing he said. Also, yeah. I guess an intellectual boundary would be, I'm a freelancer in the beginning. He just talked it up. Like he thought it was so cool. I worked for myself and yeah, several months in, he was constantly talking shit about my work so the reason I'm saying that is he put up a front like he really respected my boundaries but you know you got to get to know someone yeah it's true and also it's it's almost like abuse he knew that was a sensitive thing for you and so he like used that Mm -hmm. as a weapon he's like this will hurt yeah, um, that's a really good point. Because I, I yeah. know it's really icky, but I just want to make sure we say that because I would never yeah. want people to say, well, you know, I had such good boundaries and, you know, I, I still fell for this toxic person. Well, because that's Cause, the yeah. thing is it's not the expressing part of the yeah. boundary. It's what happens when someone breaks a boundary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like so how they're both going to handle it. Yeah there has to be consequences yes otherwise it's not a boundary it's a request yeah um yeah um yeah. and of course everyone keep in mind like we 
enjoy talking about on this show. There is always, always, always the honeymoon phase. So whether or not someone is toxic or abusive, they still might not respect your boundaries. That doesn't necessarily make someone abuser. Um, But you will learn more and more about how this person respects what you've asked for the longer you get to know them. And in the beginning, everything might just be fine and dandy. And then a year in, they start not, not being as keen about about it. Yeah. And also like, um, I, I feel like sometimes the conversation can go like, Hey, this is a boundary. I need space right now. And someone else, the person responding will be like, well, my boundary is I need no space right now. And it's like, well, no, um, <laughs> like, yep, yep, it doesn't completely. work that way. You can't just be like, well, my boundary is bigger than yours. So mm-hmm. mine wins out, you know, like you get to make your boundaries work together somehow, mm-hmm. but that doesn't like nullify like the first one that was expressed or something. So, and it's a, it's a partnership, not a competition yeah and if your boundaries are so in conflict with each other you're not right Mm -hmm. like you're not right for each other um yeah so what happens when we don't set boundaries with others we give up control over what our relationships look like you know you go with the flow you're going wherever the flow takes you um so you know um you can feel violated and unhappy in relationships and not quite know why if you've never like practiced listening to yourself you can be happy and unhappy and violated and unfulfilled and be like I'm not sure why because I'm I'm doing you know what I'm supposed to um yeah Mm -hmm. higher quite put your finger on it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um higher stress when dating um you know worrying about meeting someone decent because that person has control over your life essentially if you don't put Mm -hmm. up any boundaries so you may like worry about finding someone who's going to naturally respect boundaries that you never set Yep. You know, yep, exactly. Um, so yeah. And then the inability to feel like you're in the driver's seat. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about how I became so good at setting boundaries around my time. And that is when I first started freelancing, I, I guess wanted business, wanted to make everyone happy and really didn't set many limits on when I was available and I tell you what, you, you, you start a business relationship with someone like that. And it, I, it's just Spirals. like anything goes, you know, I had people who expected me to respond to emails on holidays. I was doing, you know, I remember one time I was celebrating the 4th of July with my family and I had someone who was expecting me to be available by email to put together her newsletter. Um, I remember one time on a Sunday, I just didn't answer an email from someone and she full on went on Facebook and is like, are you there on my page? Like, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. And I had never said that I, 
absolutely would not do that. And I just remember, you know, I actually had a time where my freelance business kind of imploded because I became so unhappy. And I just, I never felt like I could fully relax because someone could message me at any time. I also had this situation, which I guess this is kind of a boundary or at least a pet peeve of mine, the situation where someone emails you and then texts you to ask if you got the email. No, I hate (laughs) that so much. Oh my Sorry God. to anyone who's ever done that to me, but it's like, yeah. if I am at my email, I'll get the email. Mm. If I'm not at my email, maybe I, I'm not, I'm not available. It's just, it's also, ugh. I, and anyway, yeah. that was just no, happening that's constantly. Also... And even yeah. within like an hour, you know, someone might DM me and be like, oh, I just wanted to let you know, I emailed you. You know, So it was just, I was always no. on call and I was, I was very unhappy. So when I started freelancing again, I just was straight up about all of this when I'm available exactly that I'm not available on the weekends. I don't want texts. I just put it all out there. Um, Yeah. I have the most successful freelance career that I've ever had now. And I'm also, I love the people I work with. I respect them. I know that they respect me. I fully relax when I'm not not working I fully relax on the weekends I am joyous about helping people out with things Mm -hmm. and I just I learned how important it was for my well-being and for my relationships with these people too I can say I would really resent the people that I worked with because I felt like you're you won't leave me alone but why would they I'd never said not to (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) exactly and like I know you know uh, not everyone is a freelancer, but mm-hmm. you still have work hours and, yeah. you know, like, but this has like bled that. into my personal life as you yeah. have known, but yeah. knowing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So everything that we have said sounds really good. Um, conceptually, well, we've Conceptual. given a lot of examples, but let's yeah. talk, let's give some more. Um, so, I have a few boundaries here. Six. Oh, okay. I, I nice. came up with six of my top boundaries in relationships. Okay. Like I said, don't tell me to shut up. Hate it. I don't yeah. know where it came from, but no. It's so rude. It's so I rude. I agree. And there's something, it just stings, you know? Well, and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it tells a lot about, um, I mean, a heterosexual relationship you know you're dating a man and a man tells the woman in the relationship to shut up that tells a lot about him and that is not gonna be a good fit (laughs) right and but you know what some people might kind of do it jokingly or say it during an argument and it's not going to bother them for me it it Mm. will so no Okay, no okay yeah I mean no I'm not saying that like oh this is obvious I'm saying like I totally agree with you and yeah well if you're dating don't don't tell anyone to shut up yeah don't <laughs> and you know what should we go out there and say don't put up with it either yeah 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 exactly like yeah I I think that you can say like Hey, I'm really overwhelmed right now and I don't have a response yet. Um, can we take a beat? There is a don't lot say of shut other up. Things. Like <laughs> there are a lot of other ways that you could do it. There's so many other ways. Another one yeah. overwhelms. Yeah, it's right. just disrespectful. Another boundary of mine when we're starting to date, 
don't assume that we are going to hang out every night. You know, if we are vibing and enjoying each other's company, it's still got to be a conversation. And, you know, I I would say, just don't assume I, you know, I got to have nights off. Let's keep it spicy in the beginning. Exactly. Um, So I really like, I really prefer to be kind of left alone during my work hours. You know, I don't Mm want to be expected to, you know, answer texts when I'm trying to work you know yeah and um so this is another boundary of mine I am very adventurous I love going new places and doing new things but once in a while I might come upon something that I am not interested in so and it's going to be for a good reason you know if I say no it's a no Um, yeah so not up for debate yeah yeah I really hate bowling I suck at it Hell yeah. <laughs> and I've had so many people try to talk me into it. And it's just, you know, if I, yeah. if I say no, it's a no. Um, yeah. So uh, household chores. Um, I, if I was to get serious with someone, I would say I want us to kind of split things up and each just kind of, you know, do stuff and not have a conflict about it I don't want to be fully responsible for things and I also don't want to have to you know ask or argue about it I would just like I would like to date someone who is happy to be in a clean space and will just kind of um, go along with it so yeah and this is an important one my diet so I have what you would probably call a very specific diet. I don't eat meat. I don't, I'm gluten-free. Um, it's been kind of stressful over my life. A lot of people want to either pass judgment or make comments about it, ask me questions, almost debate me on it. Yeah. And you know what? No, just, this is how I eat. I don't just yeah. accept it, you know? Yeah. That's the, I mean, it is kind of crazy. I was like vegan for four years and it's like you you're like oh I'm not having the the meat when someone offers it to you and you're not like you shouldn't be eating meat but it's almost like they, they think that, think they that you are yeah it's you. like yeah. you mm-hmm. insulted their grandmother or something people like people are, are crazy very, yes they're very defensive when you say so that you don't eat meat I have never judged anyone for eating yeah meat. I yeah. don't want to eat it. And also the gluten-free thing. A lot of people have asked me if I'm trying to be trendy. <laughs> Why is it your business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So I, um, it was hard for me to like list out my boundaries. Like I'm fairly easygoing with a lot yes. of things. Um, and some some things that are boundaries for Janice are like not boundaries for me. Mm-hmm. So and as I was thinking of them, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a boundary. And then I'm like, that is such a like small thing for other people. And it's that's such a big this, thing yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other hand, I have boundaries that I'm like, that's so obvious. It shouldn't even be a boundary. It should just be Mm. basic human decency, Mm, mm -hmm. you know, like, so like the, don't tell me to shut up. Like, I'm like, that's basic human decency. Like, (laughs) well, you know, listeners feel, feel free to DM us. You know, what do you think about the shut up thing? Yeah. Uh, Do people say it to you? Is that a boundary of yours? Do you think it's common? What would you do if someone said it to you? 
if if I was dating someone and they told me to shut up, like I would walk out. That would be it, you know, because I'm like, nope, awesome. not going there. Um, <laughs> not, not <there. laughs> nope. So one of my boundaries is I won't watch scary movies. Hmm. I will not do it. I don't care if the whole friend group is planning on watching a scary movie. I don't care if it's a comedy about a scary movie, like a satire. <laughs> like scary I'm not movie. watching it. Yeah. Like Cabin in the Woods, not watching it. Um, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I've seen like the first five minutes and then I watch. Yeah. Out, I've but... seen that movie. I've seen that movie where it's a full on satire of all yeah, the common situations. Th- no, I'm not watching it. Um, and like, I'm I'm very independent too. I'm like I'm not hurt by this. You guys want to yeah. watch it? Watch it. But I'm going home. Like you know, yeah, that's it. it. Like that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm not watching it with my partner. I encourage mm-hmm. you to find a friend or your bro or whatever. Go mm-hmm. watch it somewhere else. Um, so that's a boundary for me. Um, because <laughs> they just like when I watch something it's in my head forever and I'm not just like leaving that up to like the wind you know no that's good you know yourself you know what you can and cannot handle and don't want to handle yeah exactly Mm -hmm. I'm already super paranoid so don't need that (laughs) um all right so another thing um don't make fun of my interests so like um you know the podcast um you know I I get into these like health fads or whatever like I have like an LED face light thing you know and it's very easy to make fun of that probably (laughs) um oh my god wait is this the mask thing yeah oh I saw that at your apartment the other day and I thought it was (laughs) I just automatically thought that it was for some type of um vr no. or something yes yes mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly and i was just like where is she playing this um but yeah that's what i thought i thought it was a virtual reality thing and when i bought that <laughs> i thought you could see through it but you can't interesting what <laughs> is it for what um it so the red the red light is really good for like skin healing and regeneration it also releases melatonin so it helps you uh get sleepy and stuff and the blue light kills bacteria so okay i mean it makes total sense but i guess yeah if you you had a partner that could be easy yeah it's like i'm gonna use my like crazy looking like droid face mask i'm not making fun of it i'm just purely picturing yeah it's funny it's okay to laugh about it but like don't you know I mean, so let me, let me do it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Let me do my weird fucking things that I like to do. Mm -hmm. I like these little quirky things. Um, and like my workout time too. So I protect my workout time because it's like mental health time, basically. Um, there's certain stuff that I ask my partner to never do physically. And I, you know, when, uh, when, those became boundaries for me uh-huh. ever since then. I, you know, I, it's an up top thing. I, I'm not the type to get like squeamish and weird about talking about like sex and stuff. And yeah. so I'm like, Hey, by the way, this is off limits. Do not okay. do this. Um, so yeah. Um, obviously my cats come first. If you're allergic to cats and I'm dating you, you take meds or we're not together. That's like kind of, 
you know, they are not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> That's good. Plenty of men in the world. I only have these three cats. <laughs> oh, damn. So... <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like it comes up, uh, you know, with like, um, like my boyfriend doesn't like my dog or whatever. Like me, mm. it's me or the dog choose the dog yeah yes. um, oh, i'm question. telling you yeah. if someone makes you choose between your pets and them that is really really toxic and weird yeah to me. i have heard of it and i yeah i agree yeah it's uh yeah it's really it's really sad working in the shelter saw plenty of you know people giving up animals because the partner the dating you know and I it's mean, like I'll, what it- are you doing well, and it's the type of thing that if that is going to, if you're the person who the pet is going to, if you're going to be bothered by someone's pet, that's yeah. something that you can kind of realize so early on. So I don't understand yeah. how you would go forward in a relationship and let it get to the point where you have to make such a drastic decision. You know, you yeah. would know the first few dates, how important someone's pets are to them. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have to say, I love dogs, but I, I don't really want it sleeping with me. Yeah. Just, you know, and so for me, I guess, I'm not sure if that would be a deal breaker, but obviously I would find that out, you know, the first time I slept over at someone's yeah. house. And asking that, you know, you close the door to the bedroom when you sleep mm-hmm. over is different than saying, I don't like your dog yeah. rehome it, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Um, so if you're feeling like you're being, um, you're coming to those decisions, especially in the first few dates, like don't like, really, you don't know this person yet. And you really, you know, boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. You made a commitment to that animal when you got it. So sorry. Um, okay. So strong opinions about that, obviously. (laughs) Um, All right. And then lastly, I run my finances. Um, It's really stressful to have someone weighing in on what Mm. I spend and what I don't spend. Um, This was something that after the fact, um, I realized was adding a lot of stress to me just in general um, with my ex-fiance because you know, like at the beginning of our relationship, we were in a different financial situation than um, kind of at the end um, for like the last year or so. He actually um, was going back to school and was in, you know, like he was went from working full time to working part time and his stress about finances, he would also kind of project on me. Um, and so when I spent stuff on my stupid led mask or something, like I didn't have it back then, but like, you know, something like that, where it's like, it just makes me happy and I don't need it. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, like there would be kind of like this silent judgment or something. And it just like, it was so stressful to me Mm -hmm. to be in that situation. And like, I get it if you're saving for something or if, you know, it is a harder time, like, yeah there's going to be stress about finances, but I don't, I don't know if I'll ever like have a shared bank account. 
at least I'll have my own as well. Like I think for my, my own spending. Yes, I think my preference, if I were to be in that series of a relationship again, would be the separate checking, but then maybe have a joint savings that you yeah. can use for a trip or exactly something like together. keep a yeah. separate account that's gonna be like a thing for me. And you know, yes, yeah, yeah I may same. spend too much money on silly stuff. That's my money. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna make yeah. those decisions. She works hard for the money. I do. <laughs> so yeah, so that was you know, and it wasn't like I didn't really realize how much um, of a difference it made until hmm. afterwards, and being like, oh my god, like I don't feel like this weird pressure and judgment anymore. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So shall we talk about how to respect other people's boundaries? Yeah. So this feels like it should be obvious, but I suppose it's not. I mean, I had a situation this year where I was really surprised at a friend violating things that I had been so upfront with her about. Um, And I, you know, I guess sometimes it's easier said than done when you want things to work out a certain way. It can be really easy to disregard, you know, people's boundaries, I, I suppose. When you're talking about boundaries, it's kind of like the focus for a lot of people is on how to set them yourself and get other people to respect them. And it's not so much um, about um, respecting other people's boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think that that isn't really fair. Like, I think that you you know, there should be an expectation that other people will have things that they ask of you as well. And you may not understand where they're coming from. You may not understand why it's a boundary. It may be uncomfortable for you to like work around, but, um, if you don't respect other people's boundaries, how can you respect, ask them to respect yours? So these things go both ways. You're, new dating partner or whatever may um may have boundaries of their own that are not comfortable for you yeah they're not what you would want um and that's when you decide do I want to maintain a relationship with this person Mm -hmm. with these boundaries that they come with or do I not because there's the boundaries are not up to for debate. It's the relationship that's up for debate, basically. Yeah, yeah, you agree? you're right. Yes, I agree. I think it's easy when we're talking about, we're flipping it, um, yeah. how to respect boundaries uh, rather than how to have them. I mean, you go on Instagram, uh, you're going to see so many people posting about having boundaries, but you don't see as many people posting about respecting them. Yeah. And I think that it's really easy when you're faced with the option to respect someone's boundaries or not, that you could possibly make an exception in your mind, you know, like, oh, it, like, it doesn't really apply to me. Or, well, I I really want this. I'm not violating their boundary. I'm just, you know, trying to push them or encourage them or, you know, whatever the case may be, because, you know, I really believe in this, whatever. Yeah. If that that makes sense. But I need this right now. So like, yeah, you know, and, and kind of um, throw all of this out the window. And I think sometimes when someone has stated a boundary that you just kind of have to suck it up and, and do it. And, um, take it for face value. Yeah. They said they don't like this and it doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, mean anything about our relationship. It doesn't, you know, mean anything about me or it, 
that's, you know, I'm not special. I'm going to have to respect it as just as much as anyone else is. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, when I say it's the relationship up for debate, mm-hmm. not the boundary, yeah. um, it can be the dynamic of the relationship. You don't necessarily just have to cut people off unless the boundaries are that much of a deal breaker for you. But you can also like change the dynamic of the relationship. Like if you are like, hey, my best friend needs to be like on call for me and that's a boundary for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're just a good friend and not my best friend. You know, like maybe I, you know, I fill that position with someone who is like, yeah, like I want to be there for you, you know, Mm -hmm. 24 seven or whatever. Yeah. yeah, So. Um, what we've been building up to this whole time, <laughs> how to set and respect your own boundaries. So like, you know, it sounds all well and good to be like, oh, set a boundary. And then if someone doesn't respect it, it's over or whatever, like, or just ignore the fact that they broke your boundary yeah. and just get really resentful and be like, they're breaking my boundaries. And if, mm-hmm. you know, there has to be a consequence to the boundary. So for example, Um, Say you've been dating someone, but they keep showing up late. That's a big one. Um, Say it really hurts me when you show up to her dates late um, and you don't tell me that you're running late or give me an ETA. Could you please give me a heads up when you know you're not going to be able to make it on time and give me an ETA? Otherwise, I'm going to assume we're incompatible or, you know, the consequence could be that I'm just going to go home if you're not there when our date starts. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yes. Or yeah, we're calling things off for the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever it is, stick to it. Um, another example could be like, um, say you're in a more serious relationship and you're like, you make dinner each night and you ask them to do the dishes and they just like, they're like, oh, I'm busy with this. I'm busy with that. And then they never end up doing the dishes and this yeah. keeps happening. And you're like, don't just sigh and silently hope that they eventually do the dishes and have all this resentment towards them. Be yes. like, can you do the dishes right now? I've asked you already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good example. Up and they don't do it right now then you know the next day be like I'm sorry I, I can't make dinner today because I'm I you, I keep asking you to do the dishes and mm-hmm. you don't so I'm not gonna cook dinner yeah. you know so it can be something like that um but I think it's important um that when you set a boundary that you make it really specific so like instead of asking could you do the dishes ask could you do the dishes before I serve up the food. So 10 Ooh, minutes yeah, or something, yeah. you know, yes, or, um, you know, after we're both done eating, you know, we, um, could both, you do the dishes yes. before we watch yeah. that show? Yeah. Um, and it's about practicing these things that seem little yeah. in the beginning of the relationship before they blow up into huge issues before you are in over your head with someone that yeah. you care about, but have resentment toward yeah. and before, you know, you don't have any boundaries at all. It really is yeah. about practicing them early on and by yeah. saying the words. And I would also say something that helps is setting boundaries with other people in your life. It, if you can express boundaries to friends, coworkers, family members, it'll be that much easier to express them to lovers 
Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is a principle from dog training as well, or any (laughs) animal training (laughs) is when you don't want someone to do something. So you don't want the dog to be biting your hands. You don't just tell them not to do it. You give them something else to do. So like if dog's biting your hands, you redirect that to a toy. That's a positive thing to do. If, you know, um, (laughs) if your boyfriend is listening to TV really late at night and it's loud, don't be like, can you not make noise? Be like, could you use your headphones? Like give them some an idea of how they can meet your boundary and that usually will help because then they don't have to think of it themselves you know yeah no I think (laughs) a lot of assumption goes on in relationships you know why should I have to say it shouldn't they just know or you know it's fairly (laughs) obvious that I do or do not like that no it's not you have to use your words don't assume it's obvious yes we've got to get better at this and yeah society society. (laughs) you've got to use language yes um yeah and then you know how someone responds to your boundaries shows a lot about how they respect you And respect, I think, is one of the most important pillars of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, if someone cannot honor your boundaries consistently, they will likely not make a good partner long term. Yeah. Here's the thing. You are not in control of whether someone respects your boundaries. You're only in control of how much contact you have with people who do not honor your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get it with family. They might not give a fuck about your boundaries, but you can limit your contact with them Mm -hmm. um, to a manageable amount for you. And also, you know, know your know your expectations. Be like, they will not respect these certain things. How long can I put up with that in certain situations? Maybe it's, you know, instead of staying for a week, I just um, I stay overnight and I stay at a hotel when I visit. Yes. No. Uh, I think people give a, like too much of their power away in intimate relationships. And that includes with family. And you always need to remind yourself that it's, you know, the buck stops with you yeah. if you allow it to, Yeah. you know, you can continue to give over your power to other people, but you, you don't have to. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we, we yeah, did a That was, that was kind of fun. Of I liked ch- chatting yeah. with you about that. Yes. Um, so what did you think of today's episode? We would absolutely be thrilled if you would go to Apple podcasts and leave us a review and let us know what you thought of the episode or the show overall. If you do that and you send one of us a screenshot of the review, we have some really cool stickers that we love that we will send to you in the mail as a thank you. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Um, and we will talk to your ears very, yes, very soon. Yes, we will. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lofthouse. And me, Janice, on Instagram at JaniceFormicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On.